Good morning, everybody. This is the Marcus Today Members Podcast. It is Friday. Hooray. Friday, the 21st of April. And the market rally has sort of come to an end a little bit today. Nothing too worrisome. Down 31 points. This is general advice only, as you know, not to be confused with advice suited to your personal financial circumstances. Yes, it's all sort of rolling over a little bit today. The focus in the overnight newswires was Tesla, but it's irrelevant to us, it has to be said. And all this fuss about Elon Musk's latest SpaceX rocket blowing up, it was supposed to blow up. The whole world is a bit like social media, just trying to be nasty. We're fully invested in the strategy portfolio, although we're going nowhere today. Fully invested, hoping we're going to test the record highs on the ASX 200 sometime soon. That's only up 3.6% from here. We've failed four times in the past to break through our record high and we are approaching it. It has to be said slowly. We need a lot more momentum and excitement than this to break out and we are running into the floppy months of the year seasonally. May and June are two of the flattest months of the year as the banks go ex-dividend. And at the same time, it is clear today that resources are beginning to roll off the top. BHP has had production numbers today. They've provided no relief for the sector. They have cut production targets for Australian nickel and their Chilean copper mine, and iron ore and coking coal to be toward the lower end of the target range of guidance. That follows Rio's production numbers yesterday, and the research after those is pretty floppy, it's got to be said. UBS have got a sell recommendation on Rio with a target price 20% below the current share price. Morgan's have got a target price below the current share price. Citigroup have got a target price below the current share price. Quarry is the only one with a target price just 1.4% above the current share price, and they have a neutral recommendation. Their recommendations go hold neutral, neutral sell downgrade to lighten. The resources had a good rally on the Chinese reopening sentiment. There was a good GDP number this week. Chinese GDP up 4.5% instead of the expected 4%. But as I noted yesterday, some of the commentary is that the recovery is unsustainable. And these production numbers certainly haven't lit the sector up and the iron ore prices coming off the top. So resources look in the short term, there's nothing worrisome in the trend for investors. But in the short term, it looks like the sector's topping out. And in the technical scan section today, you'll see that both the materials and the metals and mining sector and the ASX 200 resources sector have all got RSI sell signals. The other sector with sell signals, although it won't trouble the market trend, it has to be said it's such a tiny sector. But the other sector coming off the top is gold. And if you look in the technical scans section today, you'll see a list of one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine gold stocks with RSI sell signals, plus the Better Shares Global Gold ETF MNRS. That is, it's short term stuff, but resources coming off the top, gold coming off the top is the message. I think if I was running a BHP only portfolio like the Macquarie portfolio, I would probably be selling BHP at the moment. As I say, as an investor, I wouldn't be too worried. The other big story today, or it seems big, we don't really know whether it's going to stay big, but the other story is that the ACCC is calling on banks and their customers for feedback on 
retail deposit products. In other words, they are looking into the savings rates or the payouts on deposits compared to official interest rate rises over the last year. Obviously, rates have gone up a lot. Loan rates have gone up, but savings rates haven't. And so they are looking for feedback about that. That has wobbled the banks. The banks banks were having a fabulous rally from the lows in the middle of last month on the banking crisis concerns. And yet today, we've got all the banks down over 1%. Macquarie survived. It's only down 0.3%. On the uncertainty about an ACCC investigation, we will see how that develops Otherwise, I've got all the numbers on the banks in the Marcus Take section today. All the dates for the results coming up. They start on May the 4th. Dividends to follow. The other notable thing in the bank sector today is Bank of Queensland. They had results yesterday. They were up yesterday, but they're down 4.7% today. The research is pretty shabby. I've put it in my section, but what I've seen so far, we've got downgrades margin pressures, competition, costs up, what's to like? Well, what most of you will like is the dividend, which goes ex-dividend on May the 10. But be careful, this share price is trending nastily down. There is a good chance it will go ex-dividend and drop even more, in which case you're on a hiding to nothing. The stock's down from almost $10 to almost $6. 622 in just under two years and is still trending down. And as I say, brokers unenthusiastic. Out of four, no, five now brokers that have put out research on Bank of Queensland today, we have hold, underperform, neutral, sell, equal weight, and accumulate. Ordman Net rather standing out there with a target price. above the current share price when the rest of the brokers have got target prices mostly below. There we go. I think the message is if you're after income in, in the Australian market, Bank of Queensland is not where it's at. Stick to the majors. We've got two weeks till the Macquarie results, still debating whether to hold them over the results or not. This time last year, they dropped 7% in a day on results, so it is a risk. But there's nothing in the US investment bank results to scare us particularly, and the brokers are reasonably optimistic. The average target price on Macquarie is 13% above the current share price. One thing to look out for on broker research is as you run into results, the sharper brokers will update their research. And often this is because they've just got a little bit of a hint, or not necessarily a hint, but an idea of whether the results are going to be good or bad. And they like to pop out a bit of research to say sell if they think the results are going to be bad or buy if they think the results are going to be good and catch the kudos from getting that right. So interested to see the latest piece of research was UBS on Macquarie with a buy recommendation and target price of $211 when the current share price is $180. So hopefully UBS are right. Anyway, two weeks to make up our minds whether to hold them into the results. Other quick things, Australian CPI numbers are next week. It is clear from the last RBA minutes that the RBA are undecided on what to do at their May 2nd meeting, first Tuesday of every month, of course. A high number next week, the the CPI number, Australian CPI numbers are on Wednesday. A high number will see them more likely to hike rates, of course, won't be good for the market. A low number will be good for the market, and it makes it far more likely that they will remain on pause. A couple of extra charts in the Marcus Take section today. 
One on the energy sector, that's coming off the top as well. And as I say, Woodside today had production numbers. They have not exactly set the stock alight, although they're okay. It's up 0.4% today. And I've got a table of the most obvious passive market exposures you can get in the Australian listed ETF market. And I've highlighted the bearish ones. If you wanted to bet on the market falling, you have the options in Australia of BBOS or BEAR and in the US of BBUS or SNAS. Anyway, have a look at the table. If this market does turn over, there's no real sign of it turning over yet. But there are obvious ETFs to have a trade in, just highlighting those. And a comment from Shane Oliver on this RBA revamp. I'm not going to revamp the revamp. You can read about it everywhere. But he says, the RBA review recommendations mostly make sense. And notably, Jim Chalmers, the treasurer, has pretty much accepted the 51 recommendations in this RBA review. So it looks like it will happen. They're moving from 11 to 8 meetings a year. And Shane says, a rate-setting board with more policy experts could result in more considered decisions. I don't think it's really that relevant to the market trend, is it? Lithium going nowhere at the moment seems to have hit the buffers. Ironeer down 3.2% today. Sorry about that, Greg. That chart looks pretty horrible. Has to be said. One day, this lithium price is going to bottom and it'll be game on. Not yet. The other stock that's caught my eye today, in fact, it caught my eye this year, is NEU Neuron Pharmaceuticals. We held an education seminar, when was it, July last year? And at the lunchtime break, I asked whether there were any members that had a stock they wanted me to have a look at. And in the lunchtime break, one of you said, NEU, have a look at NEU. At the time, the share price was 394 By the end of that day, the share price was up to $4.14. And I'm entirely sure one of our members in the back of the room got their mobile phone out and bought a bucket load of NEU in the middle of our education seminar. As I say, it hit 414 In two days' time, it was up to 491 Earlier this year, it was $6.90, and it is now $14.16. They say all you need each year is one good idea. One good idea makes it a good year. And NEU was all we needed to know in the last year. In less than a year, it's gone from $4 to $14. That's what we need. Thank you to that member. Kicking myself in hindsight for not following through on NEU, up another 3.8% today. That's not a recommendation. I don't know enough about it. Right, that's about that. Just saw the nickel price chart. It's nickel on the way up. I am still holding POS, of course, beside a nickel. It's one of those ones I'm hoping one day I'll wake up to find myself a millionaire. Not today. Well, it's okay today. It's back to four cents, looking a little bit better as the nickel price picks up, highly correlated with the nickel price. Peter Harold, the CEO, whenever I say what stock would you buy, apart from your own, he always says Panoramic as well, P-A-N. They are still down in the dumps as well. Right, what else have we got today? In the newsletter, I've started a, you've probably seen, I've started a section called Events Coming Up. AIA conference is on. When I left them out of this page, they quickly sent me an email saying, no, no, we do have our conference. Usually it's in the Gold Coast. 
This year it is in September at the Royal Randwick Race Course in Sydney. The ASA conference is coming up. I will see you there. That's May the 11th to the 12th in Sydney. FinFest is coming up November the 11th. The RRS, which is Resources Rising Stars, that's coming up in the Gold Coast on May the 16th. That's for the resources industry. A whole host of companies go and present at the RRS conferences. This is the Gold Coast conference. There are a number of them in different states. And tonight we have Henry doing Ask the Analyst at 5.30. Grab yourself a glass or if not a bottle of red and sit and listen to Henry for an hour. In Henry's take today, he's ignoring my cell signals in the gold sector. GMD doing rather nicely, up 35% on that one. Genesis Minerals. He's wondering about whether to buy back into WBT. Talks about 29M, which has been knocked over by the weather. Now below $1.20, Henry's buying a few. They've got to bail out their mines. And he's got a bit of strategy talking about how it's quiet, too quiet. And that's about that. I will be back tomorrow with the weekend email. Don't forget Henry tonight on Ask the Analyst. As I leave you, market down 24 points. It was down 47 at one point. The banks have bounced back a little bit. For a moment there, they were off as much as 2%. ANZ down 0.7% now, Westpac 1%, NAB 1.1%. Dow futures down 11, NASDAQ futures up a little bit. Ho-hum stuff, you have a fabulous day, and I'll be back tomorrow.